Yeah, today we're talking about Zoom dysmorphia. Hi, I'm Peter Stewart. On Twitter, I'm Tweeter Stewart, T-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Follow me there. And also follow me here as we continue with Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice, short daily podcast to help you get, well, just that. We're talking about Zoom dysmorphia and how that affects your video call voice. So dysmorphia is the feeling you get about how you look, or how you sound. So seeing ourselves, seeing each other's on screen can cause these kind of micro stresses. And as we've seen before, and as we're going to see again in the future before the podcast series is out, stress increases tension in our frame. It can lead to shallower breathing and potentially a lighter voice. So what am I talking about when I say seeing ourselves or others on screen causing micro stresses? Well, things like what we think of our face, our hair, our clothes, our voice, the the room background and so on. What we think others may think of our face, our hair, our clothes, our voice, our room background and so on. And guess what? what we think of their face and hair and clothes and voice and room background and so on. Do you see how all of this is kind of interconnected? What we think of ourselves, what we think other people may be thinking of ourselves, and what we think of other people. Yeah, we do it all the time. But particularly, perhaps, when we're on a Zoom-type call and people are seeing us in a different situation. They're seeing the background and where we live. They're seeing how we present ourselves on camera. They're seeing how we dress ourselves at home, potentially in our own time or certainly in our own space, all of those things. And the confidence-sapping tension can be compounded well, by our old friend, the broken feedback loop that we've discussed before. In real life, we can clearly see our colleagues nodding and eye contact and so on, which constantly tells us that what we're saying is being understood or not being understood. And that feedback gives us confidence or tell us to adjust our style. You know, the gestures, the volume, the tone, the pace, the duration, so we can regain their engagement. But with video appearances, that feedback is disrupted or broken completely. And there's an incongruity of not being seen and seeing yourself on a monitor. Yeah, we can we can see what we look like, but we can't necessarily see everybody else. We're talking to hundreds or thousands of people at once, but we're using a quieter voice than if we would if they were actually in the same room or stadium or hall with us of trying to be businesslike, but sitting in our own home. It's just not natural. And that incongruity, that broken feedback loop, is can also be something else that causes us a little bit of stress. As I said at the top of the show, that stress, that tension, the shallower breathing, potentially lighter voice, that concern, that worry. Also as well, of course, instead of just sitting in a room with a notebook and talking to people around the table, you've also got to deal with the tech as well and how that affects you. Am I going to be able to bring up the right caption? How do I get into the PowerPoint presentation and bring that on screen? Uh, the, the the other stress is of what if the doorbell goes, the, the, the dogs bark, or the or the kids start crying out? What if, Have I put my phone on mute? What if a, another call comes through? All of that affects your body, your stresses, and therefore your voice as well. Tomorrow, vocal loading. 
and video calls as Get A Better Broadcast, podcast and voice over voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>